San Diego and Friar Faithful. This is the Western Metal Supply Podcast. I am your host, Alex Lopez, and alongside me is... Easton Scott. And this is our inaugural podcast. Um, and we're basically going to introduce to you who we are at the start of it, uh, how we became a fan of the Padres, how um, we've been a fan, <laughs> and our favorite player from the past, and then our favorite player in the present 2019 roster. So, um, yeah, plus some a little paddock talk, some Tatis talk, rotation, bullpen, and it ended up with some Machado and uh, schedule ahead. So, and a little, uh, let's get this thing started. Some of the standings for sure, too. Yeah, so, for sure. Let's get this thing started. Um, I'll start off with me. Um, my favorite uh, player from the past simply was um, Khalil Green, just because uh, he, uh, amazed me with the plays he made at shortstop and I don't think we've ever had a shortstop uh as great as him till I mean well till now we have Fernando Tatis Jr. But um since then we like through these hard long years we we never really had that star shortstop. We've always had a shortstop every year. Every a new shortstop every single year. So um it's uh, it's kind of cool to see a shortstop come back, but my point is, uh, yeah, Khalil Green definitely um, was my most exciting, most fun-to-watch player back then. Uh, I grew up uh, becoming a Padre fan because of my dad. He's been a Padre fan for years, ever since um, he lived in San Diego, um, and I was just I born and raised a San Diego Padre fan. And uh, He talked to me about Tony Gwynn. He talked to me about Hoffman. He talked to me about Caminetti. He talked to me about the 98 World Series. And um, I was just amazed by it. And I and I loved the idea of how uh, this team had never won a uh, World Series title. So um, I thought, hey, like, it'd be beautiful to see this city get the championship it deserves because it's a beautiful city. It's The weather's amazing. The people are amazing. They're friendly just great overall people and we've shown the loyalty and the faith. So um, yeah, that's just kind of how I became a fan from the start born and raised. And yeah, my favorite player back then was Khalil green just because his attitude was just hilarious to me, how he had a bold face every single time the man could have walked off out of like a rally and he still had a bold face and still went on about like, just staying focused and I just thought it was like kind of cool and since I played shortstop in little league I um kind of used him as like a influence in playing shortstop so uh I kind of enjoyed watching him there as a kid at Petco and uh my now uh my current favorite Padre player right now but I feel like it will change soon in the future just because our (laughs) just because our roster is that special um, is the Wizard of Haas, which is basically Eric Hosmer. Um, just simply because this man could have easily been a World Series champion already because Boston did have interest in him in the free agency last season. Um, or the season before last season. Um, yeah, they had really strong interest in him 
because they had that need for first base in the position, Phil. And he easily could have been a World Series champion right now. They won it last season. And he decided, you know what? Um, I'm looking at this young team. I'm looking at the talent they have in the minors. It's kind of reminding me of KC and how we were when we started with Moose and Kane and uh, Alcides Escobar and Perez. Like, all those young guys. Like, it's he kind of believed in this team and believed in AJ and believed what but was this organization was heading to. So uh, I respect him because he was the, really the first one to really get people to get more serious about the Padres. And, uh, yeah, he kind of put us back on the map. Yeah, so um, – and, and then he became our um, most expensive contract, obviously, and then soon you'll see that will be taken over because uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> this team is just full of surprises lately. Um but uh, yeah, that's just how that's just how I became a fan. That's my favorite player now, and I I don't I wouldn't be surprised if it changes soon. Just because I I love this whole team, I love every single player on this team. So um, yeah, that's my intake. What about you, Easton? Yeah, so um, just kind of like you, I became a fan through my dad. Um, he was a big Padre fan his entire life. He went to the World Series in '98. Um, my mom's a big Padre fan too. We're just a big baseball fan. Um, but he used to tell me about all the stories about the Murph, everything about how awesome it was when they had winning baseball. And, you know, we haven't grown up in winning baseball at all, except for 2010 and 06. Those are the only two years that we've actually seen decent Padre baseball. So it's been a little rough for us, but um, times are starting to, um, the, there's a light at the end of the tunnel, hopefully yeah. soon here. There's, there's, so we're certain, there's, the, there's the sun hope. is rising on the horizon. Yes, finally. So um, that's how I became a Padre fan. I've been, Born and raised here all my life. Uh, lived up the bay for a little bit. Went up there. Still a Padres fan. And came back. So, and then my favorite pass player has to be Trevor Hoffman. You know, I love Trevor. He's a great guy. Um, he used to play his son all the time back when his son played for the Titans, the Rancho Santa Fe. Um, always used to go up to him after games. He'd say hi to me. I'd talk to him for a little bit, sign autographs, whatever I wanted. Basically, when I was just a little kid, and he was cool about it. So I really appreciated that and all the hell's bells and all the all the fun stuff that would happen when you come in, I just loved it. And he had that awesome change up and I happened to be a pitcher growing up. So I really like, I really emulated him with this change up and how he went throughout his business. You know, he's a great guy. Um, couldn't have asked for a better guy to uh, be around. Oh, definitely. And- Trevor, Trevor's a legend. I mean, statue, retired number hall of famer in Cooperstown. What else can you? Yeah. He's just awesome. I love the guy. And then my uh, favorite current player, as like you said, it's probably going to change here soon, but as of now, it's Will Myers. You know, I love Will. I've loved him since he was in Tampa. Um, he's a great guy. He he can really hit. He's got tremendous talent. Um, when I heard he got traded over here, I was beyond excited for him, you know. Um, but he's been here since day one, you know. We started out in 2015 with that huge year of acquiring all those studs to come over here and try to win a World Series right away. But obviously, things didn't go as planned, so we traded a bunch of guys away, and, you know. He stepped through it. He had some garbage-ass lineups. But, uh, yeah, he bitched a little bit, you know, last year on Fortnite. But um, other than that, he's been here the whole time. He um, got a nice contract from us. He's been through the ups and downs. And hopefully he, um, he'll he turn it on here and turn it up on high gear because uh, I believe he's a really good player. And I think that he'll have a huge part in this, hopefully, someday. Yeah, I definitely have full um, belief and faith in Will for sure on uh... – 
changing um, his approach now because I mean he's not he's not the face anymore. I remember we had him as the face, and that was just a lot of pressure on the young guy. And yeah, well, let's just talk about his hairdo now. <laughs> God, mud, 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 mud's calling it moss now. Apparently, <laughs> I, I don't, I oh, really don't yeah. know. I mean, he just needs to. I don't know. Like, I saw, I saw his. I don't know, bro. It's so fake pictures, and I was just like, he's so sloppy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he just looks better in a Padre hat, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> he had a he had a receding hairline last year, and all of a sudden he's got a full head now. I was just like, no, oh, I wonder if that's real. I think he's like, <laughs> I think he's like losing hair at the top of his head. I think honestly. Yeah, he was. It was pretty bad. I was like, gosh, that dude's only like twenty eight, and he's already losing his hair. But now he's got a full moss now, which is pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, all right. So yeah, let's uh get, let's move on to uh what we we're gonna discuss. Um, we got a lot of discussing to do. Um. We got Paddock Day, Tatis, the rotation, uh, Manny Machado, how crazy that has been for this team, this city, the league, uh, and then the schedule ahead and the standings so far where we stand in the National League West. And, uh, yeah, man, let's start with the Sheriff, man. I know you love him. I know you have a huge Paddock fan. You have a big, like, drive and uh, ambition ambition on this guy like i know you have like a lot of heart in this guy and dude huge man crush on this guy and i to be quite honest with you when we got this man from fernando ronnie i did not know much about him but when i saw his season double a last season i was really impressed and um yeah strike the strike out the walk ratio video game like yeah and especially coming after tommy john like wow what what a yeah what a turn of events man and to get the call up uh, in uh, in uh, Seattle and being told by Andy from the mound visit, like, "Hey, Haas, where where are you going to be playing on uh, on Sunday?" Um, right behind this guy, and, and Haas basically already knew. He said, "I'm going to be playing right behind the sheriff, man." Like, and yeah, he's just a badass, man. He he's got that plus changeup. It's just filthy. You can you can see it on Twitter all over. Filthy on, uh, pitching ninja, just. Filthy uh, Ninja on Twitter refers to it as wicked, which is absolutely correct. I mean, that thing is just crazy. Everybody's out in front of it. Um, just the thing with him is his curveball. I think he is developing it. Obviously, he's still young. It's his first year. Um, I think if he gets that curveball going, he, it's kind of a show-me pitch, you know. Um, that changeup is so good that he just needs to throw that curveball every once in a while to get the, keep the hitters honest, if you know what I mean. You know, So they're not waiting back on that changeup. But yeah. He threw the Uncle Charlie a little bit last night. It wasn't bad. Yeah, it's, it's a good pitch. It's just he needs to work on it a little more, which is no big deal. He's only twenty three years old or whatever. This is his first season, yeah. so he'll he'll figure it out once he gets that third pitch. Man, he's just going to be even better, which is crazy because he's got a one point two nine ERA through three games and yeah, no wins. Too, which is crazy. He has no official win, but the man's only allowed one run each game, and he's gotten the job done. And that's all we've asked for him to do. We haven't asked for him to do he's any. Strides. We haven't asked for him to go fifteen Ks. Like we haven't asked for him to like go seven eight innings. Like we just want him to give us a quality start. And he's only allowed one run, and he's getting his strikeouts. Uh, his his walk ratio is rising a little bit, but he's he's learning about it. He's trying to get around it. He's He's staying consistent. Yeah, just a, just a little bit different with the hitters up here, the majors. In yeah, AA. definitely. <laughs> it's a lot different to get a, to get pitchers um, or get hitters. My bad, get hitters looking 
in this strike zone, definitely. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, he'll definitely get that groove. And once he gets that third pitch, man, he is going to be one of the most lights-out pitchers in the league. I, ha- I have no doubt in my mind. Uh, yeah, I think he's an ace in the making. That's I've, I've been a huge fan of him for a long time. And seeing him last year on Twitter and everything, he's, he's a great guy. He's, he knows what he's doing. He's got that mentality. He's got that swagger about him, you know. The sheriff, he's just got everything going for Dresses him. Dresses up in boots and a hat on game day, suit and tie, <laughs> ready to go. Funeral. Oh, my gosh. This guy's just a badass. I love him. We haven't had a pitcher like him in a while since, like, Jake Peavy. I know. That's... Dude, remember Peave? Oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh. That Cy, guy. Cy Young Peave, man. Great. Time. Yeah, we haven't had a guy like that in a long time, and I'm, I'm glad that Tip my cap to uh, AJ and the uh, scouting department on finding him. That was incredible. Yeah, to, uh, definitely. Get a former eighth-round pick and turn him into this. That's just crazy, you know. I know. He's a good ball player, good ball player. He's committed to, te- to Texas A&M at a high school. So we knew he was going to be good, but we didn't know he was going to be this good. Yeah, it's it's great how this all turned out for um, – Fernando uh, Rodney. <laughs> yeah, and especially for a, t- a team like us that – the Padres, we, we needed like those arms. We we usually get burnt, not the other team. Yeah, exactly. So uh, it's great to see that. And um, I, I I mean, this morning I just told him on his uh, Instagram post, like, "You're brilliant." The official win will come in no time, I believe. And he liked it. And I mean, he knows it. And I, the what I love about him is that he doesn't even care if he wins individually he just wants the t- he just wants to go out there for the team to win he plays for the team to win so yeah he's got to have a lot of confidence too with that left side of the infield that's just crazy all right well we'll we'll, we'll get there. we'll get there for sure but. yeah <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah just a great guy and uh pissed really well yesterday um gave us a good five and a third gave us he could have gone longer play. but um but i can see andy He's we got a long season here, you know. No reason he hasn't pitched above ninety innings in his minor league career. So yeah, it's good to ease him into the major league staff. You know, we don't want to yeah. blow out a shoulder, blow out his elbow again, or whatever. So yeah, so got to make sure to keep him healthy because we're going to need him in the years coming. Definitely, man. And um, another new addition, of course, that is um really being talked about a lot and being shown around the major league social media is um. Our beautiful twenty-year-old, <laughs> our beautiful twenty-year-old, our king, superstar, our king, the MLB number two pipeline, best player behind Vladdy Guerrero Jr. from the Dominican Republic, Fernando Tatis Jr. Man, dude, there's not, there's so much stuff I can say about this guy. First of all, we got him for James Shields. <laughs> Big game, James. Yeah. J- James Shields, the guy that gives up a homer to. Bartolo, big sexy Columbus. Yeah, it's just I just would hate to be a White Sox fan right now because you can have him, him and Eloy in the same lineup with a brand Moncada, Moncada, and Moncada. Just man, they'd be lethal, but they fucked up, which is kind of funny because (laughs) usually we get screwed. (laughs) But anyway, uh, guy's crazy. I think he's going to be a uh, pretty all star. Hopefully, I think that. the bat will get going eventually. You know, he's off to a little slow start here on the bat about 250, but he's only 15 games into his career, which I'm not too worried about. But obviously we've seen his defense is incredible. Mm-hmm. You know, that I didn't play yet two days ago um, against the um, D-backs. And then the other – about a couple of days before that, he made that 
outstanding catch out there in the outfield, shallow, shallow outfield. Yes. So we know he has the glove. We know he's got speed too. Man can run. We know Man he's got. Run. We know he's got that bat. I mean, the bat like he he. The bat will come. Yeah. Yesterday, I mean, he's the reason. He's kind of the reason why we won the game and we we took the lead in that double that brought in. Will. Yeah, him. And- him and Pack are probably the reasons why we're ten and five. Big reasons why we're ten and five. Yeah, now. definitely. Without them, I don't think we're ten and five. It's just, it's just having them on the field, the production of making the plays, getting the at bats, like, and getting the strikeouts, getting the quality outs out, like. Yeah, just the confidence are- factor for all those pitchers. You know, you got Manny and Fernando on the le- left side, and you got yeah. hopefully Luis more often than Kinsler, but right now it's Kinsler. Yeah, and then you have it. The gold glover, Eric Hosmer, is just a bunch of gold gloves in the infield. So it's going to be hard for these guys to get the ball out of the infield unless they're in the gaps. So it's pretty, it's pretty exciting time to be a Padres fan. Yeah. And uh, Tatis and Paddock, the, just both of them, both of them, the calmness, the confidence it shows. Oh, the cool and collective, cool hand Luke. Dude. Yeah. They're and just. They have such different styles, but they carry their unique styles and such power, dude. It, it, yeah, they, between they don't play like they're 20 years old they they don't play they don't look like they're oh excuse me Tatis doesn't play like he's 20 years old he plays like he's knows what he's doing he feels yeah. he plays like he's confident he plays plays like he deserves to be there and he belongs and man he's, and, and man he's got a fucking arm <laughs> oh he's got gosh, a laser that dude, that dude can play defense too like i said earlier yeah, that, that guy's just a five pool type tool stud that we got from the White Sox for <laughs> big games, James. It's just wow. They got burnt real bad on that one. Yeah, Tatis is definitely a special gift, and um, yeah, like, yeah. Hopefully, like I, hopefully we'll see him in the Midsummer Classic. I don't yeah. know about this year, but soon we will. Yeah, I mean, these two that we're talking about right now are definitely gonna be in the running for the National League Rookie of the Year. So um, I wouldn't doubt it. They got some competition now with uh, Alonzo and uh, Robles, but I think they should be seriously considered because oh, yeah. Tatis is really good. You know, Alonzo's off to the hot start, but eventually he'll cool down. But Tatis has yet to even hit his stride yet, which is crazy. He's, yeah. he's, he's had three bombs. He's got in the last night he hit that double off the wall. He's just, he's just not there yet. And he's doing really good. Yeah. And he's still young, still learning. He's ready to, he's ready to improve even more. Just an all around great player that honestly, folks, I've, Probably can't believe that this man can actually win the MVP of the National League later on, like in the future. Hopefully. With his pot- with the potential and the talent that I see in Tatis, I, I I would not be surprised. I mean, the dude has it all, and he's only twenty. He's not even he's not <laughs> even fully matured. Like that's what's crazy. Yeah, he's not even in his man body yet. Yeah. He's not even a man. He's still a kid. Exactly. It's, just, it's just crazy how much talent he has. Dude, twenty years old and playing at the major league level. It's just unbelievable you should be in college right now freshman in college yeah definitely um all right well um all right let's move on to uh the rotation room and the bullpen yeah rotation's been doing pretty good you know mark avichis lauer lucchese um paddock obviously has been doing well but um and strom's been struggling a little bit but um, we know that's gonna happen we know it's gonna happen eventually yeah mark avichis i'm surprised man like yeah, I think he's the biggest surprise. And pitching a little bit in Double A, and he's coming here and shoving. Yeah, I mean he has a one point six nine ERA. He's one and one. Uh, Could be two and out, honestly. Yeah, uh, wasn't for uh, somebody in the bullpen. 
yeah, I mean, uh, Joey Fuego, he was amazing his first two starts. Third start with the Giants in San Francisco. Uh, he wasn't up. dominated. He he just wasn't getting the right location that he needed to, but he was not getting dominated. It was just a bunch of poked balls um, making their way into the outfield, and it, and it hurt us because there was a lot of runners on base at the time. Um, but he's, he's, I believe he's still one of the top pitchers in our rotation for sure. Um, yeah, Lauer too. It's, yeah, he's been he's been impressive too, but he, you know, he gave the grand slam. But as you know, we came back. But um, yeah, it's gonna happen. You know, these guys these are happen. very They're young. They're learning. They're very young. They're gonna get rattled around a couple times, if not more. Yeah. Um, they're not gonna stay perfect this whole time. Our Gavichis by the end of the year is not gonna have a one point six whatever URA. Yeah, definitely. But um, but I, I'm I'm really impressed with him. I I just. Oh yeah. But you can't comprehend how he's only throws 88 to 90 and has had that much success. He just can locate. Is uh, I don't know what it is. Yeah. So yeah, it's a uh, it's I mean Lauer and Lucchese, they were here last year. Uh, it seems like they are better this year going into this year. They they kind of know what they're doing now. They kind of know what they need to do for the team. Uh, they know what kind of command they have to put on their pitches. And uh, uh, I just think they're learning. They're just being better major league pitchers. Every start they get, they just learn and they get better and better. I, I, I just believe it. Yes, they're going to get rocked, but that's a part of the learning process. I, I believe with these two guys, uh, we're going to see more of like, good outcomes and results but like then open oh, them uh bad results because of their learning process and and even then that's the thing about this rotation we're not even there with all the guys that are really like supposed to be the guys like we still got patino we still got gore we still got allen we still got more home espinoza like and uh control like those guys are like still in the minors and it's just gonna be. It's... Paddock's our only top 100 guy in the rotation. Exactly. So, and Lucchese, Paddock. I mean, it's not Paddock. Lucchese, Lauer, are not even in the top 100. Look, look how much success they're having so far. So that's pretty promising for the guys coming up next, and a lot of expectations, I think. Yeah, in my definitely. Opinion. And the bullpen um, so far this season, uh, guys, has been very, very lights, lights out. out they have been. Um, Except for Robert Stock. I, yeah, Robert Stock had a little shaky start. Um, I just don't think Andy should overuse him as much because I see him. I see Andy trying to use him a lot, and uh, um, it's it's kind of interesting, but it's kind of a way to like reserve like some of the key pitchers. But then again, he shouldn't put all the pressure on Stock. Um, yeah, I think he's um, he's. I think he's going to be just fine in the end here, but he like. He was only in the majors last year, and it's not even a full season. So you know you got to give him some time. He was a former oh, yeah. catcher too, so it, it, I think he'll end up being good. It's just right now he's just struggling a little bit, and I think he'll figure it out. I mean, he, for God's sake, he throws a hundred yeah. miles an hour and has that nasty slider. He yeah. just got to control. He's got to get that command down on the slider and stuff, um, and he'll get it. He'll get it. For like, sure. um, yeah, Darren. Darren does a real good job yeah. of developing these guys, like Stammen, Gates, oh, former yeah. Waver Clans oh, there. Yeah. Yeah, Stammen's been shoving, you know, our boy Yates, eight for eight. I mean, 
Dude, you can't ask Curb, more from Curb the bullpen. Is, Curb to be is, do you see Curb with the little like back like? Dude, he needs to get Bro, <laughs> the mohawk. Get, dude, he has his own style. He's he's talking his shit on the mound. He doesn't give a fuck. Like, <laughs> yeah, the whole the oh flying Hawaiian. Like, <laughs> remember, like we were at um uh we were at a uh, Petco on on Paddock Day on his debut, and Kirby came to close in, and like everyone. The whole yeah, with like, that hard rock, yeah, the hard rock and roll was going like Pat, like Kirby was just feeling it for sure, and he was just amped up. The stadium was electric, and uh, yeah, this bullpen's been pretty impressive for a for a pitching. Yeah, staff, it's just been warning me. Staff that's been told that they have no pitching core at all. So yeah, it's just that Andy's been using stamina. And it's a little a little much early on to my liking, but. Um... Obviously, I think we we got some help here with um, Wigginter and uh, Reyes yesterday, but um, we don't want to blow up this guy's elbows. We've been using yeah. a lot. Uh, kind of, I think Andy will figure it out. That's not my job to do, but uh, it's just been a little overused. But they've been doing the job. Good for them. Yeah. I mean, they're probably not feeling greatest sometimes. Like Yates coming in all those times. You think he felt good eight out of eight times? Nah, not a chance. He's um, probably a little sore or something. A little something going on every time, but he's been getting the job done. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's been amazing. Been, it's been, it's a, been key, a good ride, eight for eight. Key component for our success this early in the season. So, um, yeah. yeah, just like all streaks, it'll come to an end eventually. But um, as of now, I'm 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 very happy. Yeah, with the they're bullpen. doing very well. And Darren Balsley is just—he's been here for years, and he knows he knows how man. to get these guys to be really good pitchers, not just dominating pitchers, just efficient, quality pitchers, and it's kind of showing. Um, he turns dog shit into yeah, gold pretty somehow. Much. Um, Except for Brian Mitchell. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Brian motherfucking Brian Mitchell. Mitchell. Oh my gosh. Oh gosh, man. Him, him, and him and Oh Bill Lord, Mayton, man. Oh God, I just, I just <laughs> so Mayton or Prince, oh, Prince Mayton. I just hate Prince Mayton, man. Like he just looks like a loser to me, man. He just he literally just <laughs> he, he just he goes talk shots. looks like he's a pretty boy, like church boy who like goes to Sunday and like thinks he's gonna get everything he like wants just because like it's gonna get handed to him. Yeah, he's just he's he looks brat. like a little fucking shithead. Like so yeah, <laughs> I, I, I was so happy to see that the Padres announced him sending being sent down to El Paso. I was like, thank God man. He was just he was just always throwing yeah. fucking cookie platters like to the fucking opposing <laughs> team, man. And they were just hitting bombs off this guy. And he, like, acted like everything was fine. I'm like, come on. Yeah, and I'm a, I'm a big Reyes fan now, too, of seeing him in the bullpen. Come that was yesterday, huge, man. Huge. Getting some key outs. Major huge game. outs yesterday. Huge. Yeah, I saw him in spring. Got a little roughed up. But um, I love that three-quarter arm slot. You know, 98 mm-hmm. miles an hour. Smooth, easy. And that filthy yeah. slider. He's, he's, he's good. He's good. I, mm-hmm. I really like yeah. him a lot. And... Like you said, he can't made his major league debut yesterday. Got the win, stole the attic. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but um, yeah, I really like Reyes. I think he's a good setup guy and a middle relief kind of guy. Yeah, he's, he's, he's good. He's best friends yeah. with Urias, so um. Yeah, wait till Munoz oh, comes yeah. too. Oh my gosh, I got to yeah, throw us over a hundred. I the amount of talent. So we got we got some good arms coming here. Is definitely incredible for sure for the years to come. Yeah, Tip, tip a cap to AJ and yeah. scouting directing and all that for finding yeah, all these guys. It's incredible. Definitely. It really is. It, it really takes a whole staff to 
really scout these guys out and bring them into this club and organization. Yeah. So, um, yeah, the depth is just crazy. Amazing. And, uh, you know, you just call up Pedro Avila the other day, or Avila, or however well. you say it. Um, yeah, he came up well. He only pitched a couple games in double A. Like, he's not even a top 30 yeah. prospect or, or top 10 prospect yeah. in our system. And he comes up and shoves. Like, He's not even supposed yeah. to be that good. And that's just so – there's so much promise in this organization. Like, wow. You think of – he's good. He's good. Wait till you see Gore, Morahone, and Patino, Allen. Like, SB. I mean, like, we got some dudes coming. Dude alerts <laughs> coming, bro. So, yeah, definitely <laughs> exciting for the future in the, in the Padres pitching staff for sure. Definitely very exciting. Yeah. Um, another thing I want to bring up here about uh, the pitching staff, how about – what are your thoughts on uh, adding Keiko? Oh, man, the rumors have been swirling, and I really am loving it, man. I hope I hope AJ gets the, the green light from Uncle Ron, man. <laughs> <I really don't... laughs> yeah, Uncle Ron's been poning up <laughs> a lot lately, you know. The $444 million on two players, that's incredible. <laughs> Uncle, Uncle Ron, like, <laughs> every time he gets a billion out there. Uncle Ron, Uncle Ron's going into debt <laughs> after this. Holy shit. How him and Seidler are just crazy. <laughs> I mean, I, <laughs> Holy I shit! Seidler's like, well, like I want to make this happen, but then again, yeah. I don't want to piss off Uncle Ron, you know. <laughs> like, Dude, you got to give one of your kidneys to get one of to forget these both of these guys. It's like, <laughs> man, that's a lot of money. But you know what? Good for them. It shows the ownership's ready to go. They want to yeah. win, and they're not just going to throw four hundred forty-four million dollars the out there to lose. Yeah, no, that's they the want to win been now. Saying this for like. A long time, like, like we want to get to a point where we're not just winning games, and we're not just winning late games. We want to win series, and want to win seasons, seasons. and then after that, we want to win multiple seasons, and win the division title, and then then playoffs and series deep into the playoffs, and then actually become contenders to bring that beautiful World Series championship to the city of San Diego. Yeah, we want that commissioner's trophy. Exactly, man. So, um, yeah. Yeah, I think Keiko would be a good addition here to us if he's on a two to three year contract. He knows contract how to now. do it. He's done it before. Um, he knows about the whole uh, farm system, getting the farm system top up. Yeah, that's Cy Young back in 15. Yeah. Back in 15, yeah, that's Cy Young year. I mean, last year he didn't have the greatest year, 12 and 11. Yeah. But um, he, he, he pitches over 200 innings almost every year. So I think – we we'll grab him for two years, three years. I think that would be a good good addition to help us uh, succeed here. Maybe even hit the yeah, wild card this year. He's definitely um, so, someone who knows how to do it, has been through it, knows about a young team rising. He's, I mean, he, he was a part. Yeah, of he's it. a he's a great ground ball pitcher. He's a great ground ball pitcher too. With that with that, that end field, it all will work perfect. Field, yeah, definitely, man. Uh, I, I I'm just not a idea. big. Yeah, he worries me. I love the idea. He worries me for the long yeah, term. I I mean, two to. Two to three years will be fine, I'd say. Yeah, uh, just to like get a little hint of how he does and just check on his performance and uh, hope he doesn't um, do that bad. I just I am all for AJ sending it on Keiko for sure. That's yeah, and then have him and G Rich next year. That'll exactly, be pretty good. Man. So. We're gonna have to make something eventually, you know. We can't just rely on these young guys. We got to get that established oh, yeah. guy in there to help oh, yeah. lead, to help lead and anchor down. Yeah, we like need that, that bulldog. Like how the Red Sox brought in Chris Sale, like they needed that bulldog pretty much. 
Yeah, and now the Houston got Verlander and they got Cole and they yeah, got and it's and, and all those what's guys. Crazy to me is that all these guys like sail to the Red Sox, Verlander to the Astros. Um, who else? Uh, uh, Lester, Lester signed with the, with the uh, all Cubs. Those... But... James Shields went to the to yeah, the all Royals these, like, and these bulldog um, guys, like, Cueto. These bulldog guys have brought the the team like we need to a championship so i believe if we get keiko i mean it'll really push us definitely um for a wild card spot this year i believe yeah Yeah, we need that we need that madison bumgarner go out there and shove every day you know arguably the best postseason pitcher in the history of the game is bum i mean he goes out he shoves he comes in through the bullpen he'll do whatever you can we need that kind of guy on our team if we want to bring that commissioner trophy back to the 619 so, um, all right, man. Um, yeah, beautiful from the pitching staff so far, and it's shown. Let's move on to um, let's move on to uh, how how the how the Padres are doing so far. What do you what do you think? Yeah, I think you know we're ten and five. We got the best record here in the National League. You know, obviously it's early, but. Uh... It's a lot of promise to show because last year we're five and 10 at this time. So it's a significant improvement. Um, obviously the Dodgers are good. Um, the Rockies are not doing too good right now, but I think they'll figure it out. The, the Giants are just horrible and the D-backs are not very good either, but um, I think it's a three team race up here yeah. in the division. And ultimately, ultimately I think the Dodgers will win it, but I think us and the Dodgers or us and the Rockies are not too far apart. Yeah just experience factor for the Rockies over us. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's April. Yeah, we got a lot of baseball. It's definitely real exciting. Yeah, we got 140 games mm-hmm. or whatever left, or 130-something. But um, I think that if we just play like we've been playing right now, we know we can hit. We just got to pitch, and we've been pitching fine. I mean, we're five games above 500. We haven't been – I mean, when we won our first game in – Opening day, where that was the first time we were about five hundred in a long time. It's just crazy. We won one game. It's just it just shows you how bad yeah. we've been in the past. It's just crazy. We're, we're like the first time we've been in first place solely in like eight years. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's just crazy. We've just grown up in misery, and it's good to see that they're taking yeah. a step forward. You know, hopefully, hopefully by the end of the year it'll be a, a playoff berth, or it'll be anything. 500 or above, I think, is a, is a big Yeah, I've been big saying, like, my club. goal has uh, been, like, for this team to get above 500, preferably 80-plus wins. And um, so far, this team is showcasing that they can do a lot more than that. So, uh, yeah, I think that, I think they definitely have the possibility to do it. If they add another guy, maybe they went 88, 85, who knows? You know, sky's the limit yeah. for this team. But um, it's, definitely, it's definitely a wake-up call, uh, though, to the, to the other teams that aren't paying attention or i guess you can say sleeping on us so yeah we're a young team we exactly. got nothing to lose we have nothing to lose we don't have any high expectations yeah. no we're not expected to be good at all people are saying oh we got no rotation this no rotation that but uh, we had a many machado's not gonna do anything they're not gonna win anything blah 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 blah. all the hate on twitter all the hate on instagram oh he likes october's off you know it just fuels the fire yeah, for it, them. It, I mean, it literally I'd be motivated them. too. I love how it gets our guys to basically say, "All right, let's prove these people like who we really are." And like, yeah, all these analysts are all over us saying, "Oh, Buster only saying how we shouldn't have gotten Manny yeah. Machado. He's an idiot. Sorry, yeah, Buster you're an idiot. A freaking jerk off. <laughs> you're, you're an idiot, dude. You you really think we're gonna pass on a 
elite third baseman just because our pitching is young. Come on, man. Years old. Hey, you're an idiot, dude. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't like Manny Machado on the Padres, you're an idiot. Yeah. Sorry. If, you, if you think Manny Machado going to the San Diego Padres is a mistake, you clearly don't know like the blue. You you, you clearly don't know is. how good he is. One, and you clearly don't know how a blueprint to win baseball seasons is now. <laughs> because. Yeah, it's a process. We started out with Myers and that six-year, eighty-three million, and then we started out with the seven or eight-year, one forty-four. And then this year, we got the three hundred dollar, three hundred million yeah, dollar man. man. And, it's just step yeah, by and step. That's the thing with um, these teams, these big payroll high teams like the Dodgers and the Yankees. They don't understand that baseball is evolving now. There's so much young talent that young talent is overpowering the price of how players cost, and that's the thing. It's not buy, it's not about buying championships anymore. It's about actually forming, like yeah. Look exactly at the Astros. Look at what the Cubs did. I never thought they could get. Yeah, never thought the Cubs could get 108 years of misery and win a World Series yeah. that quick. And same with the Astros. You know, they were yeah. terrible too. But and then they're in the AL too. It's not easy to get in the AL. They got the Indians. They got the Red Sox. They got the Yankees. You know, they got those big powerhouse teams and famous clubs over there. But they found a way to win because developed their talent they got even they made the, added they made the guys right picks. they made the right uh trade right yeah. coaching staff you know a lot has to go right in this and i think the bodies so far have been doing a pretty good job of yeah, doing definitely, it right man. And, um, i don't think they really have had a big fuck up yet thankfully yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> not true padre fashion <laughs> just up. that's so padre you know like moments but um yeah like you said earlier, it's usually us getting burned yeah. on these trades. It's nice to get back at the. Oh my gosh, it's just. I'm just so excited. I've never been so excited about a Padres game. Yeah, in my same life. Man. ever. Ever since I came out of the fucking womb, man, I was like. <laughs> we're born yeah, into we misery. Like, we came out of the womb, and the year before that, they went to the World Series and got swept. So it's like, it's like great. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, yeah, we've just been pain. It's just, uh, you know, kudos to us for sticking to it, though. And all the yeah, all, fans all out the, there. Kudos all to the you guys. Faithful, man. Like, that's why this 50th season is so special to the Friars Faithful. Because we're literally showcasing what we're actually trying to do and how we're trying to change things. And we're trying to make this 50th season special for the fans that have been here for a long time, man. And it's showing. Yeah, they've gone through a lot of bad stuff, you know, because all those people have been there since day one, you know. Went to two World Series, lost both of them. And they've been under 500 a lot of seasons. We haven't made the playoffs in over over 10 years, so. It's really really great to see that stuff, man. And, um, yeah, for um, back onto the Cubs just for a little bit, just very little. Um, Epstein, man, uh, the – kind of look at Epstein the way I look at AJ and um, Epstein came into the office from the Red Sox previously winning a World Series title for the Red Sox and, come, and ending their drought and, yeah ending their drought and then coming into um, the coming to Chicago and literally having a blueprint of four to five like four years I think it took for him to get all the right draft picks to bring Addison Russell to Oh, Chris Bryan. Chris Bryan up. Get Rizzo from pretty much us. Um, 
Yeah, let's not talk about that. Yeah, uh, <laughs> getting yeah, getting all these guys, Schwarber, all those key components, and then developing yeah, developing all these guys through the system, and then here and there just making one or two to three like big signings, which were Javi Baez. You know, they got a lot of names. Which were yeah, like two to three big signings that were Hayward, uh, Lester. They do have a couple. He does have a couple fuck ups so. though. Yeah. That is with uh Quintana, he shouldn't have traded Eloy for him, yeah. He, yeah, he shouldn't have done that one. And I don't know if this counts as a fuck up, but one year Chapman, I don't know if they won the World Series without him, but they had to give up Glaber for him, which is pretty, pretty bit hefty, yeah. Price there, Glaber and Eloy. If they had those two right now, they'd be insane, yeah, definitely. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, so yeah, that's I was just trying and, to like basically see tell you that, uh, or tell our listeners basically that uh AJ is kind of a little um reflection of Theo or in the making yeah. so that's why I I love AJ I've met that AJ's got a special eye for talent I don't know what it I've is I've met that man before like he's a he's a great guy man he he's kind of he's, he's a weird very dude. shy very awkward <laughs> dude um but I love him man he he's just he's a good like Good guy. He just he looks like a good guy, but he's very shy about it. So he's a little weird. Yeah. <laughs> he's a little weird, but I think he's a good guy. He's cool. He's, he's cool. Yeah, he's cool, cool guy. guy. Um, and he knows what he wants to do for this team, and he knows what it means to the city. He knows what it means to the fans. So, uh, yeah, he's he's had a uh, he uh, came in here thinking that we could rebuild and win at the same time, and obviously that didn't work. So he had to restart from scratch and come up with a plan. You know, it looked pretty ugly there for a while. We had no hope. And then all of a sudden, we started getting these little prospects here and there. And then we started getting good draft picks. And then we started getting building up top 100 prospects. And then it just started slowly but surely. He started to show us that uh, patience is the key right here. Yeah, and he's transformed our farm system to have the best back-to-back farm systems in two seasons. Yeah, and after this – Pipeline's even saying that we might even have a top three farm system even without our guys that are up in majors right now. That's how that's incredibly de- de- deep we are in the system. Exactly. It's just unbelievable. And the and the fact that um, no other major league team has had a ten percent of the top one hundred ever in the history of major league baseball. There has never been a top. Uh, they've ne- there's never been a ten percent of the top one hundred from one team. So. It speaks a lot. Yeah, it's awesome. You know, he t- found, identified this talent, brought him over here, and then developed him. Yeah, the you scouting know? department, just amazing. Great job all around. Yeah. yeah, good job over there by Sam. Yeah, he's doing a great job. Yeah, man. All right. Um, so let's move on to uh, something that people definitely didn't think we were going to ignore or skip. Uh, let's talk about the $300 <laughs> million man, shall we? Oh, I can talk about this guy for days. <laughs> <laughs> this guy is yes, – well, let's just start out with his track record. He's an all-star. First of all, he's a pretty all-star. He's a superstar. He plays third base. Gold Glover. Better than I've ever seen by anybody ever. I've only been alive for a certain amount of time. But <laughs> uh, I've never seen anybody play the third base the way he does. He's just crazy defense. Him and Arenado are the two best in the league, in yeah, my man. opinion. It's, um, it's definitely just... going to be fun in the National League West for a couple of years, knowing that Arenado signed that extension, and now that we signed Manny for 10 years, like we're going to see a little third base battle every time we play the Rockies. So it should be fun. 
Yeah, like obviously we like Manny a little bit more. Obviously, but, um, yeah. he's been. <laughs> but um, Nolan's a great guy too. He's he's incredible defense. Got a great arm. He's got that plus bat, and he's got that plus arm too. So, you know, Rocky's got a good one as well. So, like you were saying, it's going to be a good battle for us and a good competition here in the NLS years to come. It's very exciting. Yeah, man. So we haven't had a we haven't had a third baseman like this in a very long time. Yeah, man. And I'm very I'm he's very happy it. that um, Uncle Ron gave him gave AJ that green light, dude. Like, yeah, he was trying to go cheap on us and go uh, get get him a stockist or uh, tried to. He tried to force so many trades. That was that was scary yeah. for a while there. I was like, oh shit, we're gonna fuck up on trade, aren't we? Yeah, dude, I was really worried, but man, I it's because I I guess AJ's vision of what he wants to do for this team really just. Um, really made uh, Uncle Ron believe in what AJ wants to do. Yeah, I'm glad we didn't trade for Andahar. I didn't I was not a big Andahar fan. Mm-hmm. You know, defense not that yeah. great. But uh he's a good hitter, good hitter, but uh he had laboral issues and now he's gonna get labor surgery, so that would have been a flop for us to trade for him. Yeah. But the other guys, you know, Suarez, yeah, he would have been good, but he's not Manny Machado. Mustakis is good. He's not Manny Machado. Yeah. And Nick Senzel, who we wanted from the from the uh, Reds, we have no idea. He's a top 100 prospect. He's, I think, number eight on the pipeline. But um, we have no idea what he was going to be like. So I think it was a good idea for us to go out there, spend that money, get that bona fide star and perennial all-star to help lead this team. Definitely, man. And now, like, um, he knows what he has to set an example for for the, the young goat on his left side, of course. <laughs> um, of course, Tatis is going to learn from him. This is what's beautiful of it. Uh, an established all-star, yeah. an established gold glover, gold glover. Um, it's an established generational talent, and Tatis is going to be learning from him every single time they play. So, yeah, how would you like to be twenty years old and look over to your uh, right and see Manny Machado playing third base right next to you? That's and, then, just and then telling him like, "Hey, like, maybe, like you probably need to do this so that you can make these plays." Like, hell yeah, <laughs> man! Like. And Tatis already has like the calmness in him and confidence in him that he can do so. Many yeah, he's got, he's got that bat. He's got the speed. He's got the arm. He's just he's a five toe player. So is Manny. Manny's. I don't know about speed. Johnny Hustle there. <laughs> <laughs> but he um, he's been hustling real well. Yeah, he's been hustling well. Yeah, he's been hustling well. <laughs> yeah, I mean, people don't like him a lot. Yeah, he had a lot of BS stuff he did in it. In the playoffs, he probably shouldn't have done, but you know, he's got to mature just like everybody else. So he he's matured, and, and honestly, like from interviews that he's had with the Fox Sports team, like it really seems like he um really cares about the like his team, and he really cares about the young guys on this team, and especially Tatis. Like it seems like he's really gonna enjoy playing with him over the years, and especially when Tatis gets that contract extension offer, which is going to happen. I. For, Hopefully, I firmly believe AJ will make that happen. That just AJ. Yeah, because the Braves just locked down Acuna and uh, Albies for 135 million, which is an absolute deal. So yeah, exactly. So um, I believe that extension will come soon for Fernando. And uh, once that extension comes and Fernando agrees to it, hopefully, uh, I mean he loves this team. He loves the players on this team. He's having a good time. He's always smiling every game. And I just think that it's I just better. think that's gonna fuel Machado, and I think it's gonna fuel Machado and push him to a point where he's gonna be like, "Man, like I have an opt out option after five years, but this dude's gonna." Oh, he'd be an idiot if he opted out. But this out. dude's gonna be here for like probably eight, nine years, like on my left side. Like, 
fuck yeah, I'm going to want to stay longer. Like, It's better being in uh, miserable Chicago. <laughs> Dev- <laughs> the White Sox. <laughs> Freezing my ass off over yeah, there. Fuck exactly. that. It's beautiful weather here. Like, and I just think um, Manny sees what, he's ha- what he has in his left side of, like, uh, his vision from, like, the infield. And I just think he's going to love playing with Tatis for many years. And it's just going to want him to stay as long as long as this contract gives him. So, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, the city's been through a lot, you know. You know who left. I'm not going to go through that. Uh, but somebody left us, and that was a heartbreak. Yeah. Um, no NBA team. And so the Padres are the only team in town. And it's and it's sad because we, I think we should have more than that. And we should have a World Series, but we don't. We're America's finest city, and we don't have a World Series. We don't have anything to show for. So I think it's about time that uh, – we get this boat going and uh, get rock and rolling, you know? Yeah, dude. It's definitely going to be a great couple of years of baseball in San Diego. It's very exciting, and it's definitely going to have everyone, not just uh, certain fans in San Diego, but it's going to have everyone focusing on this team, knowing that this is the only real professional team we have in the city. So, um, yeah, it's definitely going to be special for sure. Um, all right, man, uh, let's get moving on to the next thing. Uh, the schedule ahead and uh, a little bit of the standings. I know we touched up on the standings a little bit already. Uh, we're 10 and 5, uh, but today we got Matt Strom on the mound uh, against the D backs, and then we wrap up that D back series tomorrow in Arizona. And then we come home after a long road trip and we face the Rockies for two, and then we have the Reds for four at home on the weekend as well. Um, I see a good stretch, man. I see a good, like, winning streak going on on this home stretch, don't you think? Yeah, you know, the Rockies haven't been too hot lately, and neither have the Reds. So I think it's an opportunity for us to win both series, hopefully, maybe get the two games, steal them from the Rockies. You know, those division games are real important when it comes to the end. I really do believe, like, we can get those two games because it's not a full series, you know. It's not a full three- or four-game series. So I think we can really get those two from Colorado at home. I think Joey Joey's going to be on the bump, I think, on on Monday because I know Lauer's pitching tomorrow. Yeah. So I think Joey's Sunday, and right? Then, or Monday. Yeah, and then that means Tuesday would be um, – be Margavicious. Margavicious, yeah. Or Margavicious, Margavicious, whatever the fuck yeah. his name is. And I'm, <laughs> I'm pretty confident in that, knowing that the two know um, – I mean – I'm not going to overlook Luke Casey. I know he had a bumpy start last start. Uh, it's just yeah, no, too worried about Luke Casey. He couldn't really do much about it, but I know he'll be back. I mean, his two starts before that were just it's sensational, and it's just a Rockies team that really hasn't found their groove yet. So I think they'll be he'll be able to figure them out and get a good quality start for us on Monday. So uh, yeah. Yeah, and then the Reds too. They're not doing too hot either. Then I think they're last. Yeah, place, they right? are in last place right now, man. Yeah, Puig, Puig, Camp haven't found their stride yet. Neither have yeah. the whole team, to be honest. They've been doing really well. So I think it's an opportunity for us to, to just like kind of like skyrocket for this homestand a little bit. Kind of potential take, hopefully, take three out of four from uh, the Reds at least, and hopefully get that two game sweep of the Rockies. I think we have a real chance to Definitely, do that. Man. So. If, we, if we get five out of the eight in this home, in this next homestand, because I know after. That's a win. After Cincinnati, we have um, we have two with Seattle, and Seattle has been very hot. Seattle's hot. Seattle's been very hot, but then again, 
they have it's Seattle. <laughs> Seattle. I, like you, you never know with that team. Like they're so like weird. They're weird. They're I don't weird. understand how they're thirteen too. Um, here's the thing, man. Like they have. I believe I I saw a stat or something on MLB, uh, but they were saying that they have a lot of home runs, which is like key for them to winning. But then again, they yeah, fifteen fifteen games in a row or whatever they have. Yeah. But then again, they I think they said that they also have um, a lot of errors or a lot of um... – Yeah, they got a weird team, man. They don't even have Seeger. Yeah. But they got Hanniger. They got um, – And Carr. Over there? They got the – bur- And Carr. Who? Oh, and Carnacion? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought they traded his ass already. <laughs> <laughs> no, they got Inkar. But um, no Seeger. They, they um, got... still got D. Gordon over there? Yeah, they got Seeger over there. They got uh, Vocal back. Whatever. Is Gordon still on the team? Yes. Gordon still on the team. Yeah, yeah. Gordon. Yeah. I know um Seeger's hurt. Yeah. But uh Hanniger's good. You know, they got a good lineup there, but um I don't think it'll last. Yeah, I, I don't I don't think it'll ALS. last. I think, I think the real team that will uh really uh It's probably Houston. Yeah, Houston will really tell them who's boss in that division for sure. Uh, later on, yeah, the A's aren't too bad either, and neither the Angels. So I don't, I, I just don't see. Yeah, that's definitely that's definitely a tough hot. now for sure. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I mean the schedule ahead for us for our Padres is just—it's a favorable schedule. It's a, it's a pretty pretty good schedule, and uh, it's just going to fuel us going into that first series on May third through the fifth against the Dodgers at Petco. So uh, it should be a great time. Very great time, especially with the teams we have we're playing before. Like if we win these games, man, it's going to boost our confidence for sure against these fucking NLS like tyranny fucking people it six in a row yeah, bastards yeah. back-to-back losing world series yeah so basically man we're just like we don't want to go to their fucking piece of shit stadium they're gonna come to our stadium man, <laughs> like first like yeah hopefully more padre fans oh yeah time. dude i firmly believe there will be an electric peco park for sure i mean that opening series against the giants was just amazing amazing the way san diego came out yeah, my my ears were ringing after. It was, it was amazing. Awesome. It was just flat out beautiful. But uh, yeah, uh, so that's the schedule ahead, and uh, the standings are looking pretty good, man. I mean, the Dodgers have lost five straight, and um, we we just need to keep winning, man. We need to take advantage of these like teams that aren't doing so well right now and beat these guys. Because yeah, it's great that we haven't turned ourselves in a hole. Yeah. Like I said earlier, five and ten last year. Five games under 500, 15 games exactly. in, so it's good. And for being because this division's not uh-huh. easy. Dodgers are good. We know the Rockies are going to be good. Not sure about the Diamondbacks, and like I said earlier, Giants are just horrendous. <laughs> but um... and, and and definitely <laughs> for um, last season and the first fifteen games, just being last place throughout the whole season, just because we were in five and ten, like we just hit us boom. So like it's good to see like us now just flip flop, and now we're ten and five and. Uh, it's good to see that uh, progress. And um, yeah, what a year! What a difference a year can make, man. Clayton Richard starting the opening day to Eric Lauer, and then we had Villain away that third, and then we, now we have Manny Machado. Yeah, yeah. So. we had we had Galvis at short. Now we have Fernando Tatis Jr. Like, it's great, man. Yeah, and um, and obviously Haas last year. Definitely. But, um, yeah, and then we got Mejia going in this year. So, we got two good, solid catchers. So, I think we're looking pretty good on the offensive and defensive side. Yeah, man, definitely. I, I definitely believe 
in this team, and it's getting me really excited. And uh, we just got to take advantage of every divisional game we have, really. So uh, I believe uh, we're we're going off into the right uh, path so far. It's better it's better to boost and skyrocket now than be told like, hey, like like months down the road, like probably in like July or August, we start actually winning like then people telling us, well, it's kind of too late for that. Don't you think? Like, so, yeah. Uh, yeah. Great to see that. And uh, yeah. So that pretty much does it for our podcast. Our, our first inaugural podcast of the Western metal supply podcast. And uh, we will see you on the next episode. More to come. Definitely way more to come. There's so much baseball and we can't wait to talk all about it with you guys. Thank you for listening. And we'll see, yeah, see you on the next one. And um, peace. Yep. Bush League, Bush baby. League. Peace. <laughs>